incoming message. Synchronizing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions, episode 37. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. So, Terminal Transmissions is sort of like a pop culture discussion with a little bit of our shitty opinions thrown in. <laughs> we talk about TV shows, science and technology, video games and movies yeah. every Tuesday and Thursday. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares what we think, but we're pretty fucking cool and we talk about shit that people like to hear about. Yeah, and hopefully we'll make, make you laugh a little bit. Oh, that's the easiest part. <laughs> Like, nobody cares what we think about fucking Deadpool or fucking X-Men or right. some video game. But I do stupid voices, I'm annoying, and we craft bits. Yeah. In this episode, we've got a little bit of American Horror Story news again. As you do. We like talking about that kind of stuff. We've got Magic Leap. We're going to discuss a little bit about the VR tech. I'm fired up about it. Fuck yeah. We've got some more Sun and Moon stuff. Pokemon on every episode. <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon, uh, and which I'm, I couldn't be more excited for, to be perfectly honest. And then a little bit of uh, Cloverfield stuff. Into it. Yeah, which is, which is really exciting. So yeah, jumping right into it, we've got a little bit of American Horror Story stuff. So we talked about it a while back that there was potentially some rumors that there was going to be a crossover. So the whole deal is that American Horror Story is an anthology, but it's all supposed to be told in the same uh, continuity. Right. It's all all, there. There there have been already characters that have been in multiple seasons, uh, not just the actors, but like their actual characters they're portraying are the same. It's normally pretty minor. It's not Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is a connected storyline. It's Mm -hmm. usually it's usually like Jim, the trash man was (laughs) showed up in one episode of season four. (laughs) Right. Uh, So. There was speculation, and it turns out it's confirmed that there is actually going to be a crossover. So one of the creators, he said, quote, We do know what we're going to do. It's not going to be next season, but we're going to do a season with a crossover between Murder House and Coven together, which is very bizarre. So that's fucking dope. End quote, by yeah. the way. He didn't say that. He didn't. Fucking dope so, part. so that's fucking dope. <laughs> I'm a big fan of my own show, so that's really fucking dope. So yeah, so uh, Murder House is uh, kind of the fan name for season one. Right, because it was just American Horror Story. It didn't have a subtitle. Yeah, and uh, they only started doing that uh, as of two, which was Asylum. And then three was uh, Coven, Mm -hmm. which so it'll be uh, season one and three are going to have a crossover. It remains to be seen what that is, because both Coven and Murder House had a lot of different like time periods going on in right, them. Right. It jumped around a lot, especially Murder House. Uh, Coven did it a little bit as well. So it remains to be seen uh, if it's actually going to be like a sequel. It actually might be like a prequel. It might just have some of the same characters in it, just doing like different stuff. Right. Uh, so we have no idea. Uh, it's really neat because, yeah, the, the first season, if I recall, I mean, it's been a long, I haven't seen it since it came out, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it having any witchcraft in it specifically. Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it had that. It had a medium in it, right? But I, I don't remember anyone actually doing like spells. Whereas in Coven, they're just willy nilly like doing magic. Yeah, like 
pretty wildly. Yeah. I feel like Coven was the most centrally focused season. Like it had the mm-hmm. least branches off into like random other mummies and shit. <laughs> it right. was pretty much just witches. Right. There right. was like a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Like, yeah. 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 I totally forgot about that. There was totally a ghost. Yeah. Oh, fucking sax man. <laughs> fucking James. James Saxman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Murder house was pretty, pretty ghost centric. Yeah, they didn't really do much else, if I recall. But it was really neat, and I really, you know, I really, really enjoyed all three of the first, the first three. Uh, I really liked Murder House. Asylum is my favorite, but I really enjoyed Coven, and I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah, and a lot of people thought that it was really, really corny, which I can get behind. I, I, I can see that. I just. I watched Sliders religiously as a kid. Right, right, right. I watched fucking garbage. I put garbage in my eyes and ears all day. (laughs) I watched like four episodes of that Timeless show today, so I can't say shit about nothing. Right. Yeah, you can definitely uh, build your threshold up for what is acceptable television. Living with Garrett is a huge way to deal with stuff that's annoying. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, so I I, I really like this. I really like the idea. I really hope that it's like bonkers. I really hope that there's a lot of tie-ins. Yeah, and the the thing is, is that, like, if it's just, like, some other witches that weren't in Coven just right. happened to be at the murder house when nothing from murder house was happening, I won't care about that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I need to see, like, characters from both seasons mm-hmm. that we recognize, right. like, interacting. Otherwise, right. I don't give a shit. It's not a crossover. It's just another season. Right. The same as all the other ones where you happen to mention, like, some shit that right. happened in both. Yeah, well, so, yeah, absolutely. And the the hardest part, I think, is that, American Horror Story, for the most part, has like the same like six or seven actors and actresses yeah. over and over again. So a lot of the same people that were in Murder House were also in Coven. So it remains to be seen like how exactly they're going to do that right. without like just hand waving it and being like, I, I know someone that looks exactly like you. Right. You know, like so that's going to be that's going to be tough, but it can, it's doable. Uh, Coven definitely of them. Coven had like several other characters or actors and actresses uh that the other seasons don't right so it is doable um much more so than like doing a crossover between like one and two which it was like the exact same cast right well and to tack onto that uh so i never finished hotel but apparently sarah paulson played two different characters in hotel oh really uh and then also secondarily what's kind of weird it's parallel to what you said Mm -hmm. if you think about it the husband and wife, which were like the main characters from Murder, Murder House, uh-huh. are like pretty much the only actors who haven't who done haven't anything? done right. anything else. Yeah. So the yeah the the main the main like wife from season one has mm-hmm. never appeared in any other right. season. The dad, Dylan McDermott, was in Asylum two, for yeah. like one second. Yeah. He had like a minor ass real role. mega creepy fucking role. Yeah, he was a real grinch grotch, which is made up <laughs> fiction. He had a boob fetish. He had a mom fetish. Yeah. And it was, he it, was like, it, it uh, explored it. He was like mother's milk from fucking the yeah, boys. Fuck. But God. don't Google that. Yeah. Don't do it. I hate that trope. Yeah. I mean, th- those are the like only two Oedipus instances. Complex. Yeah. I just, th- those are the only two instances where I've seen it fully explored in contemporary fiction, but mm-hmm. I didn't like it either time. Um, It's gross. Does it's it count? Does psycho count? Oh yeah, I guess. Kind of. But mainly don't, don't Google mother's milk from the boys. the boys right don't do it so anyway yeah this is gonna be cool i i really enjoy american horror story i mean we brought it up a couple times i i really like the current season uh i i think that it, it almost lost me there in the middle i was kind of like nah, it's okay 
These last two episodes have been awesome. <sighs> I, know. I know. And the other thing is, that when I'm fucking singing in, <laughs> no, so then now I've had Heather finished Hotel and okay. told me that I actually need to finish Hotel. Really? So I'm fucking screwed. I gotta watch all it's this so, trash. It's weird because, so I actually only know like two people that liked Freak Show mm-hmm. through through the whole thing. Wow, I don't know anybody that liked Freak Show. Yeah, I, I've I've heard it like twice, and both of them are kind of weirdos. Um, I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I couldn't. I I couldn't make it past like episode three, maybe four. Um, I haven't seen a single episode of Hotel, but it's so funny because that to me that's the one that's the most polarized. Mm-hmm. It's like I know several people that are like it's fucking incredible. It's just it's slow starting, but once you get two or three ups in, it's awesome. And then there's other people that are like it's fucking horrid. Don't fucking watch it. It's fucking trash. I don't. I don't know. I, I want to watch it, especially especially now that I've I've been really enjoying the the latest season. Right. Like, maybe I need to get because I had kind of a bad taste in my mouth after Freak Show, but maybe it's time to buckle back up. Yeah, Freak Show is fucking horrible, dude. And it sucks because like I loved what Jessica Lang was doing in it. Right. But it was just like the storyline itself was just fucking garbage. Yep. <laughs> So getting into science and tech a little bit, um, I wanted to talk about Magic Leap. I can't remember if we've ever talked about Magic Leap before. We have. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to keep track of because like genuinely, this podcast is just what Garrett and I do every day. Yes. Like we sit here in our living room and talk about TV and video games and science and tech just like this all the time. That's literally why we started doing it. So sometimes it's hard for me to remember shit that we've actually recorded and shit that we just jabbered out about. Yeah, it was actually one of the very first episodes we we talked about Magic Leap. So Magic Leap is this really, really badass uh, VR technology coming out of a startup in Florida called Magic Leap. And we've been hearing little bits and pieces about it. There's basically no information Mm -hmm. available. But they did finally just file a patent okay. for the actual technology. Radical. Um, so that's that's huge news. And apparently the CEO uh, tweeted, we just achieved a number of major project dev milestones. So we don't know if those are milestones that are included in the, the patent or uh-huh. not. But either way, it's exciting. So the thing that's wild about um, Magic Leap is it's all proprietary technology. It's completely right. different than any other VR that's right. out right now. Uh, but one of the things that they dis- how they describe their their actual technology is uh, neurologically true visual perception, which is basically your brain can't tell the difference between these <laughs> right. projections in real life. Yeah, it's so funny so like like don't misunderstand that. You know, if if the if this if the graphics and the textures aren't good, you'll still recognize that. Right. You'll be like, this is a low res, low polygon, shitty ass <laughs> robot in my house, but. <laughs> Right. It will literally look like a CGI animated robot is standing in front of you. Right. Not like you're looking at a screen really close to your eye, which mm-hmm. sometimes you can get that effect when you're using VR. Yeah. Like it, you suddenly realize like, okay, I'm looking at this screen that's right. close to my face. Not all the time. Um, but yeah, so one of the things on the patent was uh, virtual or augmented reality headsets having adjustable inter- interpupillary distance, which is basically just a VR headset. That's not any different than right. anything else. But they've gone, like, out of their way to tell this, like, you can't tell the difference between right. reality and our projections. And we've seen some videos of mm-hmm. things actually shot through it. Right. Of, like, it overlaying over reality. And as much as I'm excited about, like, playing games on it, they keep doing all these cool, like, day-to-day tasks. Like, <laughs> email, checking your email with, like, your hand wave and, like, scrolling through uh. things and, like, going through your calendar by, like, swiping your hand across, your like, reality. 
and right. like having a little like 3D like graph displays pop up out of your desk and like shit like that like buying shoes in 3D in front of you and like spinning them around to see all the different sides of the shoe it's fucking incredible and like that's so exciting to me for me personally yeah like the actual Tony Stark Star Trek fucking augmented reality like yeah day to day just things like that are um, that's what I want right the ubiquitous tech yeah like like just everywhere screen that's just in my fucking hair right right it's just floating in front of me and i can just reach out and just touch things and move That's stuff so around cool yeah so yeah there's a bunch of companies that have invested in them that have seen this technology that we haven't seen uh-huh but whatever it is it's good enough that like google qualcomm and uh the alibaba group from china Damn. which you're, you're familiar with right uh total has donated 793.5 million dollars or inv- invested rather not donated. Jeez. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. 800 cool mil, and they already have this technology, right? Right. They already had this proprietary idea, and they right. pitched it. And then on top of that, all these companies were like, here, have, have a little influx. Yeah, so they're just trying to like probably make it a little bit more affordable right now. I don't even know what they're doing, and I don't even care. I'll yeah. fucking sell my butt. Well, that's the only thing I could think of, like... <laughs> I didn't, it didn't even register until you started laughing. Yeah. Uh, we said some weird shit together. Um... Well, yeah. in my head, I was thinking like an organ, like you cut your butt cheeks off and sell uh, it. But then I said <laughs> it and I thought about it and I was right. like, somebody could take that a different way. Right, right. Somebody could take it, take it for a, 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 some money dollars. But um, yeah, the only, the only thing that I could think is that either they, they love it, but they want to make it a little bit better. But I think it's more likely that they have it and it's awesome, but it's too expensive per unit. And so they're throwing money at the problem to like fine tune it, but get it cheaper. Right, right, right. Um, and that's probably why. Because yeah, like we, like you said, we we saw that that video. That so the whole deal is that it doesn't use the normal headset. It you it blasts uh, visual data directly onto your eye. And right. So like instead of instead of just like showing you a screen right in front of your eye, it's actually projecting the image like into your retina. Yeah, and that's why it can like trick your brain into thinking it's just real because basically it is. Uh, it's basically how we perceive things anyway. Right. So we've seen it. We, we saw, like you said, the videos where it's projecting the tech directly into the camera and it looks incredible. So the only thing that I could think is that they're like, it costs like $900 a unit right now. Let's throw some money at the problem. Let's wait a couple of years and let's get this fucker down to like 400. Right. That's the only thing that I could think because yeah, it already looks so good that it's like, roll it out. But yeah, yeah. it makes sense if it's too expensive because that could hurt them in the long run. Right. But yeah, I, I, oh man, it looks so cool. Yeah, it, I, it, it does. Let me get a tish. What? <laughs> a tish. You know, one of those tishes. Right, of course. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely it's definitely awesome. It's forward thinking as fuck. Uh, you know, we're, we're just getting right now into like, you know, PSVR just came out and Oculus is doing really well, etc. And so like, but those, those are all headsets and those are all like, you know, like you said, like with a screen and stuff. And it's like, this is something else. This is like, you just walk into a room and it just kicks on and it right. just does it. You don't have to like put a headset on. You don't have to like wave like sticks around. It's just going. It's this, ready. Is, this is basically already going from the Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64. Yeah. It's essentially like mm-hmm. it, that, that much of a magic leap has happened. <laughs> yeah. So pumped about it. Let's 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 hope that it comes out soon and it's actually affordable. Because that's what's going to suck is if it rolls out and it's like seven, eight hundred bucks. Right. It's like, fuck you. Like, 
I can't justify that. Yeah, not for me. I'll have to go play to my rich friend's house. Yeah, it rolls out three or four hundred bones. We can make a make a move. So speaking of things that we talk about all the time on this podcast, Pokemon, one of my favorite game franchises of all time. I love it. It is coming out next month, just in a couple of weeks. I'm really fucking pumped about it. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is, is the big, big Pokemon fans. Yeah. So what's really neat is a while back, uh, I, I'd say, I don't know, like two months ago, pretty solidly a while back, mm-hmm. uh, there were leaks of, on like paper. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like it was like a picture of like a doodle. Right. Of the um, the final evolutions of the starters. Right. Which was really fucking cool. And we were really pumped about them. Uh, and they turned out to be real. Mm-hmm. So last week, I think it was, they did a demo version of, of Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. And some clever tech people immediately, like, hacked it, basically. And they found a whole mess of new Pokemon. Right. And uh, included in them were the, the final evolutions of the three starters mm-hmm. from, this, the, from this gen. And then, uh, just a few days later, they actually, Nintendo uh, and Pokemon... Like confirmed it with an official vid. Yeah. And so they, they, they put out the vid and they're really, really cool. And we were hoping that these were real, uh, specifically Rowlet's final evolution. Yeah. Cause he's cool as fudge. Jesus fucking Christ. So already I was already locked in to right. Rowlet. Like of the three. And I, I, I rarely ever go grass starter, but he's so cool. Just a little grass owl dope. But, um, his final evolution is so fucking cool. It's actually based on Robin hood. Right. And it's just so fucking cool. Uh, so they called it Decidui, mm-hmm. like Deciduous and I, uh, which I like. That's that's a weird name, but it's cool. But yeah, they call him the Arrow Quill Pokemon. And so he uses arrows uh, as as actually like, I mean, he uses feathers as arrows, which right. is really fucking. And that's what in the leak it showed him like firing his like, like uh, a bow, like through his wing, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it. Um, but yeah, so what's really, really cool about this and very interesting is that he starts off grass flying and his first two, uh, first two forms are grass flying. Mm-hmm. And then his third form, when he goes to Decidueye, he actually takes grass ghost, mm-hmm. which is really, really, really fucking cool. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm really mega pumped about it. It's it's awesome in every regard. Like I, I was really hoping that this leak was was real just for him, right? Um, but the other ones are cool too. So the fire starter, um, not that song. Uh, I was <laughs> just teaming. I was ready. I was uh, about to do a full bit. So Litten, which is a, this adorable little fire cat, uh, which is already awesome. It's it's a really cool star. They're, they've done a really good job of two of the three uh, starters, I would say. But it evolves into uh, Incineroar, mm-hmm. and because uh, Pokemon loves Portmanteaus, I'm on to you, Pokemon. And it's it's cool because, uh, and a lot of people were scared because it, it was leaked as well, and it was it was real. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people were scared that it was just going to be another fucking firefighting. Yep. Which, if you don't know, uh, Pokemon has gotten into this really, really, really fucking bad habit starting in Gen three, and basically onward. Every uh, except for uh, X and Y of like every single fire starter being firefighting yeah. in their final evolution. It's so fucking annoying. And um, and yeah, because there was no reason, right? Like there's tons of different ways that they could take it. And they just kept going firefighting. Finally, in X and Y, uh, it was fire psychic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in this version, it's still they still went like it looks like a it fighter. It is a fighting Pokemon. Yeah, but, they, it's, I, it's, but it's not. I felt like they were going to do it. And then at the last minute, they were like, 
nah, let's maybe change it again right. because people really like that we changed it last time. Maybe not. Maybe they don't care. They don't care about feedback. But I don't know. Who knows? But they changed it to Fire Dark, which is rad. It's a mm-hmm. cool typing, and um, it looks cool. It, yeah. it it is cool, but it definitely is like a bruiser, which is neat. And then finally, Poplio, which I fucking despise, mm-hmm. but they kind of salvaged it. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, I'm. It's still definitely my least favorite of the three, but I like it. I and uh, so they took it from like this weird like circus seal looking thing at Poplio. And then it evolves into Prime Arena mm-hmm. and which is like this beautiful looking, very elegant like mermaid sort of feel. Yeah. yeah. And they and they made it water fairy, mm-hmm. which is which is really cool. And it's a pretty neat typing. So yeah, I, I, I like the design of it. It is very elegant, very classy. Uh so I'm I'm really excited to see how these these three play, but I'm I'm definitely going Rowlet for sure. Right. right. Not even a question. But yeah, other than that, like they've been they've been steady rolling out some Pokemon shit like this whole time. And uh it's pretty neat stuff. But so if you haven't been following it, there's been a lot of like pretty much Gen 1 Pokemon. I think they're all Gen 1 that have been like given um Alolan forms, mm-hmm. which is which is the new uh region. It's called Alolan. Are you gonna talk about what I think you're gonna talk about? The Persian? Oh, okay. The Persian's bad, but it's not as bad as the fucking Doug Trio. Oh yeah, yeah. The Doug Trio is pretty fucking bad. Yeah, there there have been some really cool ones. Nine Tails. Yeah, Executor. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are super fucking cool. But yeah, Doug Trio looks dumb. But also Persian is just it's like Persian is a really really cool looking Pokemon. It's one not of a, it was still mm-hmm. one of the coolest ever. Absolutely, and and it's not super super great of a Pokemon like in in terms of like you know, competitiveness in, in the, in the meta and everything. But yeah, it's, it's always been a really cool looking, you know, very elegant Pokemon. And then they just made it, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but they just made it look like dopey. Yeah. They basically just took exact Persian, made it purple and gave it like a fat, dumb face. Yeah. They, they, they like made its face a lot rounder and, uh, and its eyes are like wider. So it actually, it actually looks like dumb. Yeah. And, uh, like it's stupid. Yeah. Not- <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what, I don't know where they were going with that. I, cause I like most of the other ones, but yeah, Doug Trio and Persian, I definitely was like, y'all, someone slipped, but there, it's cool. So there were, there were a few more Pokemon shown in that, in that most recent video, but specifically I, I wanted to talk about one and there, there's no info on it, but it's, it's, uh, Cosmog, mm-hmm. like Cosmos and Smog Portmanteau, mm-hmm. and it looks fucking dope. Uh, I guess it's a legendary, it, like not not one of the legendaries on the cover, but uh, most Pokemon, actually all Pokemon games have other legendaries that right. are that are like really rare. There's only one of them, and you you have to do like a thing to get them. And so, like I, the legendary birds, or mm-hmm. like um the what was it the Entei and Suicune, right, and right, whoever the fuck else, yeah, and the, and like Mesprit and um all of those Deoxys, yeah, yeah, all of those. But it's awesome. It looks really, really, yeah, really cool. It looks fucking awesome. I, I, I really like it. So I, I I can't wait to play this fucking game. It comes out in just a few weeks. I'm mega fucking jazz hands about it. Uh, I'm definitely going to waste a lot of time playing some Pokemans. Are you yeah. still going to get it? Yeah, fuck yeah. It's tight. So yeah, I know that like several people we work with are going to get it and we're going to have it all on like day one. So oh, I yeah, feel it's like gonna it's going to be Pokemonsburg up there in the office. Yeah, we're just going to be pottying. It's going to be dope. So yeah, anyway, not not much more to say about that, but uh, hit us up. Tell us which starter is your favorite of the new ones, and, and we'll party about it. Cheers.
also getting into movies to finish up. Uh, I wanted to talk about this Cloverfield expanded universe shit that's going down. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So about uh, 300 million years ago, <laughs> a.k.a. 2008, which is basically I was not even born then. Um, Cloverfield came out and it was there was a lot of weird. There was like viral marketing uh-huh. and weird like um, augmented reality games and yeah. shit that was all surrounding it. And it was really the first time that we'd seen that, yes. honestly. Yeah. Um, and then the movie, I loved Cloverfield. Um, it didn't succeed super well right. in terms of critically. Right. Um, it did make a shit ton of money because yes. it costs like three cents. Right. Um, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, so it did introduce the world to TJ Miller, which I regret. Uh, and I'll never <laughs> forgive JJ Abrams for that. Um, but so then earlier this year, we got suddenly mm-hmm. news of a new I'm going to put it in quotes, Cloverfield movie, because uh, this trailer came out and it wasn't it, it wasn't a Cloverfield movie. Right. It was just like trapped in the basement or some shit. Right. I don't remember what it was called. Underground Lockup starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman. Well, closer to the release, the name of the movie changed to 10 Cloverfield Lane. Right. And it turns out that it is in the same universe. Mm. Um, and we don't really know any more details about that because okay. I won't say anything because you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I think you should that. watch it. Yeah, I want to. Um, but it is it is in the same universe as the original Cloverfield. Okay. Well, now it turns out that this God Particle movie, which is coming out, I think, in February, okay, uh, is also going to be in the same universe. So I'm assuming closer to launch, the name swap will change to yeah. like Cloverfield time. Okay. So the Cloverfield uh, Particle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So apparently, uh, they are just planning on doing like a whole mess. Of these. Yeah, they're just doing like literally. They Paramount huh. said they want to do they want to release one. Cloverfield universe based movie every year. Whoa. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So God Particle specifically, uh, the premise and it might change. Okay. But it sounds fucking horrifying to me. Yeah. So basically the, the very, very rough outline of the movie is, uh, on a space station, an American space station. Uh huh. And something goes wrong with the Hadron Collider and the earth vanishes. Oh, Jesus. So these like four astronauts or what a three Hanging four astronauts out. are just stuck in the space station. What? Well, then a fucking European space station shows up on their radar, and they're like, "Ooh, do we need to like crew up, or are we gonna get like killed or like murdered?" Whoa. So it's kind of like just like a real tense, like small. Jeez. And it, this they, this movie costs like five million dollars. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the cast is really incredible. So it's John Krasinski is the main character, okay. of The Office fame. For right. those of you who have seen it. Gugu Mabata-Raw, who was actually Kelly in the San Junipero Black Mirror episode. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's been in a ton of other shit, but I know that right now she's blowing up because of Black Mirror. Really? Like, she's been in a, a bunch of other really big stuff, but I know that people are now like, ooh, because that shit was like the best episode of the yeah, series. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, who was Baron Zemo. Oh, okay. He was uh, Frederick Zoller in, yeah, in yeah. Glorious Bastards. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, and Elizabeth Debicki, who is actually being kismet in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. And then, uh, like, a bunch of other actual, like, well-known actors are, are all in it. But I'm assuming they're just going to play, like, the two crews of these two space stations. Um, but yeah, so that is a thing that's happening. They're just going to make a huge Cloverfield universe. I don't know if it's ever going to be addressed of, like... Right. All of these things are happening in the same timeline, mm-hmm. or it could just be like an anthology. It could right. just be like American Horror Story, where each movie takes place in the same universe, but they're all completely unrelated to one Right, another. right. Um, so I'm really curious to find out yeah. That, how, that, yeah. if they're all tied together, how they're all tied together. If it, like, What is the common theme? What right. made J.J. Abrams decide, like, 
Why, why tie these, these together? These are Cloverfield movies. Right. Yeah, that is interesting. That yeah. is interesting. Um, Yeah, that, that's a really cool premise. It's basically like Gravity, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least with Gravity, they're like, maybe we can get someone up to you. Maybe you can get down, et cetera, et cetera. But just like, you're in space and there's no Earth anymore. That's so fucked. Yeah. What do you do? You like, die. How do you not have like a level 15 panic attack? Yeah. That's nuts. like, how do you not just like pop the airlocks? Honestly? Yeah. Like immediately. That's nuts. Maybe you're just crossing your fingers. It just pops back up. Terrifying to me. Yeah. No, that that's definitely, that's definitely scary as fuck. Uh, honestly, I didn't, Ugh. honestly, I, it's kind of funny, but I guess I'd never really been scared of space until gravity. Right, right, right. And it's kind of weird because like I'd seen so many like sci-fi movies, but it's never really used as such a huge plot device until Gravity. Right. That was right, the right. first time for me that I was like, oh shit, you're stuck. Like you you know, normally in sci-fi or in any anything space related, there's other things. Right. There's like another ship coming and like whatever. But it's like even in the Martian, it's like So for me. And I understand you're you're slightly talking about a different thing because you're talking more about like the agoraphobic aspect of space. Uh-huh. Um, but space first became scary for me in Event Horizon. Before oh. you cut me off and say there was Creech, I'm talking about when old dude gets popped out of the airlock and he's like screaming in space. I forgot about that. Okay, never mind. That was terrifying. That movie, like, yeah. so what's funny is I was talking about that movie yesterday. Yeah. And uh, to someone else. And I was like, that movie like terrified yeah. me. When that dude is in the airlock and they like dump the atmosphere out and he's like screaming and like blood yeah. is like gushing out of his eyes and Ooh. he's like freezing out in space. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that movie. I think I was in the seventh or the eighth grade. And it like actually fucked me up for for like yeah. months. I was I was like having nightmares about that movie. For yeah. months. That's actually one of my favorite horror movies of all time. But that scene, unrelated to like monsters or ghosts right, or right. extra dimensional yeah, fucking demons, slipped, slipped that out of made a me airlock. that made me scared of actual space. Yeah, dang. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, well you're right. But uh, yeah, in Gravity, when when she like starts like falling in the very beginning, it's even like the trailer of Gravity yeah, when she's yeah, like falling and she's fuck. grabbing onto shit. I was, like, having a fucking meltdown. Yeah. Like, oh, Christ. And then, like, when she gets back into the space station, and you're like, you don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I just never even thought about that, because usually in, in sci-fi fiction, um, <laughs> sci-fi fiction, usually in sci-fi, they have, like, a contingency plan. Right. They have another thing. But it's like, in gravity, it's like, no, you're fucked. You, and, can't, you can't die more alone <laughs> than just scooping off into space. Yep. Ugh. That's the most alone a human being could ever die. Yep. And, and not even like, I know that people have died in space. Right. But they were all like blown up or consumed right. in a fireball. Right. I'm talking about just floating off in your spacesuit and like waiting for your oxygen to run out or yeah. taking the, making the decision to just like open your helmet. Right. Ugh. No, thanks. Yeah. Not for me. How about yeah, I'm that? Gonna, I'm going to tap out on that one and yeah. just never go to space. <laughs> yeah, for real. Unless I have nanos in my blood that can just like keep me alive yep. and I won't even get hurt. Yep. Put me in the cryogenic freeze and somebody's going to come scoop me up. Yeah. Put me in the box. The, the Spock box. <laughs> Spock box. Yeah. Coast to coast. So yeah, uh, that's about it for that, I think. Yeah. It's cool. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to check it out. I do want to. I, I do want to watch Ten Cloverfield Lane. It's a I heard great it was movie. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so yeah, I, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that these are in any way, shape, or form related. Right. So I'm yeah. curious if we'll ever find out how they're how they're actually tied together. Because JJ Abrams could just be like, "Nah, I'm JJ Abrams." Yeah. True. Yeah. So episode 37, everybody. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Catch y'all next time. 
complete. Program terminated.